You're listening to Your Happy Place podcast. Each week, we will be bringing you interviews with real estate experts and investors. The show features interviews and discussions on real estate investing, property management, and inspiration. With your host, Jenna Ross. Today on our podcast, myself and producer Melissa are interviewing Daniel Saint-Jean, professional real estate investor, realtor, educator, and co-founder of The Right Club. Welcome to the podcast, Daniel. My pleasure. Good afternoon. How long have you been in the real estate industry? Uh, actually, we incorporated our, um, our company on February 1st, 2010, so just a little over 10 years now. Wow, that's a long time. I had the pleasure of going to Ontario and meeting both you and your wife, and I know you guys love your wines. Um, yeah, it was definitely a pleasure talking wine with you. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, what did you do before real estate? Were you uh, winery owners? No, actually, no wine, no connection to the wine whatsoever. Um, God, it would take the whole the whole podcast to say what I've been doing since the last. So my last paycheck as an employee of anybody was in um, October 1986. So for the last 34 years, I've been an entrepreneur. I mean, um, and so I've owned an art gallery, a publishing company. Um, done contracts for the federal government, uh, done in the last four or five years before uh, real estate, we, I was a, uh, a special consultant for the federal government in Ottawa. So uh, that, that, that's, that's what I was busy doing. Wow, that is busy. Nothing related to real estate though. Wow, that's so interesting. Um, Daniel, you're one of the co-founders of The Right Club. Can you tell us more about this club? Yes, so um, I got the idea to start the club back in um, the fall of, of 2016 because I live in Niagara on the Lake and everywhere I, I was driving to any good club um, was always an hour and a half, two hours away. And then one day I looked at the map and I realized that there was nothing in the Hamilton, Burlington area that was worth my time. So why not start my own club? So. I contacted a couple of people who I knew might be interested and we talked about it and talked about it and finally um, laid plans to do it in, um, in January of 2017. My wife, Floral, uh, attended one of our meetings and said, you guys are all over the place. You need some direction here. So she joined us. <laughs> and uh, we had our first event on, in March of 2017. It's been three years. We now have uh, about 3,000 people in our database for the club. Our events usually have about 250 people. Melissa was at one of them, I think it was in February. And uh, it's going very well. And in a couple of days, we are launching it national. What I mean by national is we're, we're, we, have in contact, we have contacts all over Canada. And we are going to make sure that we uh, include presenters and speakers and sponsors and contributors and members from coast to coast. Um, and our plan is to grow this club online community to a hundred thousand by the end of 2024. So that's our five-year plan. Wow. That's a big plan. I know the event was pretty amazing and pretty uh, memorable. Um, yeah, I definitely had a lovely night. 
I definitely couldn't go to sleep that night before my flight home. Um, but I know all of you co-founders have different specialties. What is your specialty? When we started, um, how we got into real estate actually was attending a weekend event by Rich Dad Poor Dad Education. And um, one of the strategy that was discussed there that really um, appealed to me was the rent to own strategy. So that's what we started from day one. Um, we, just we just signed up two days ago, our um, most recent one, this is number 50 for us, five zero. So that's our strategy. I now have a course where I teach people how to do that. Um, it is an amazing strategy. I love it and I'm going to keep on doing it. Can you explain the rent to own strategy a little bit more for our listeners? Yes. So in a nutshell, um, because I could speak for half an hour just on the rental own strategy, but in a nutshell, the, the type of clients we attract are people who have good jobs, they have good income, they have a deposit, but for one of many reasons, they just cannot get a mortgage from the bank. Maybe there was a divorce. Maybe they've had issues with their credit bureau. Maybe they are self-employed and not declaring all their income. Maybe they're new immigrants. Maybe, 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 maybe. There's all kinds of different reasons why they can't get a mortgage. But, I mean, they can afford the house. They can afford a down payment. They just cannot qualify for, for a mortgage. So we um, take them into our program they go shopping for a house with some criteria. We buy the house that they want for them. They are tenant buyers for three years, during which time we fix whatever issue it is that's keeping them from getting a mortgage. After three years, they are now in a position to buy the house. They buy it from us. They're happy. We're happy. And uh, so that's pretty much the, uh, the rent-owned program in 45 seconds. So do you find there's a big market for that? Oh, yes. Um, I have ads in, uh, on Kijiji. That's my source, mostly my source of uh, finding, for, to find 10 buyers. And uh, I get 10 to 20 people every week uh, asking about the program. And um, it's getting more and more because as the banks are making it more and more difficult, like, I mean, three, four years ago, there was not this, um, what do you call this thing now, where even though the, the mortgages are at 2%, they still have to qualify at 4.34% or something like that. The, um, so that makes it more difficult for some people. But uh, also, uh, we expect that once this... Um, this crisis ends, a lot of people will have damaged their credit or, 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 or done some, got into some sort of trouble, especially if they didn't work for like three, four, five, six months. And there will be a lot more people who will be uh, looking for, um, for our services, I think, once this goes back to quote-unquote normal. Well, that answers one of my questions, definitely. Um, do you find people have issues with when they're trying to rent to own that that sometimes people will go through the process of rent to own and then when they finally go to buy the house two years later the homeowner is not willing to sell it or things have changed and they want to char charge them more like do you run into any of those issues well if the if the rent if the homeowner doesn't want to sell it that's because they're doing what's called sandwich lease and i would never ever ever do that strategy um 
it really doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, we buy a house outright and we own it. So obviously, and, and, and for the purpose of selling it to people at the end. So obviously when we get to the end of the deal, if their credit is fine and everything's fine, we are definitely selling them the house because that, that's the purpose of doing the rent to own. So um, that's an issue that's never come up and uh, will not come up because of the way we do it. So stay away from sandwich lease, please. No, that's a, a good piece of, of advice for our listeners. Yes, and what, what sort of team do you have in place for your rent-to-owns? Well, they, pretty much the same as any other strategy. So we have, you know, in order to be successful in real estate, you absolutely need to have a team of professionals and hopefully a team of professionals who actually are investors themselves. So accountant, lawyer, mortgage broker, home inspector. Um, we have the same team as if you were doing flipping or burr or, or, or any other strategy, but with one exception, the keystone to our operation, in, in our case is a, name, uh, a lady named Margaret, actually her office is in Hammonds Plains, uh, Nova Scotia. So she is a credit repair specialist. So her, her, her the job when I contact her and I connect her with a potential ten buyer is to analyze the situation, figure out what they can afford in three years, what how long it's going to be before they can she can fix their credit, and she will work with them for three years or four years or two years to fix their credit and get them in a position to get a mortgage from an A lender at the end. So. In addition to everybody else that you need to have a good team in, in, in real estate for rent own that person. Uh, and it's sometimes it's a mortgage broker and sometimes mortgage broker know how to do that. But mostly you need what we, what I would, what we call a credit repair specialist, somebody who knows everything about credit budgets and can work with people and help them uh, fix their situation. So that, that's pretty much the team. So I know we mentioned the Wright Club and your fantastic events that you have monthly. What do you find is your key to success with those? Well, our core values, obviously, um, which we wear on our sleeves, um, community is the number one. Um, I think, Melissa, when you were there, you probably noticed that people were talking to each other. They were connecting. There was there was a camaraderie there. Um, we, we, we're... <laughs> Unlike some other organizations where you go and it's very easy to, to, to see who the members are and who the leaders are in our community, we, we are among the, the, the members and, and nobody looks at us as if, um, while they're over there, we can go talk with them. We, we, we mingle and everybody mingles and, and we're very um, transparent. That's another one of our core value. I mean, we don't, we don't have any secrets. If you, if somebody, wants to buy me a cup of coffee and ask me a whole bunch of stuff about the rent to own, I'll just sit down and I'll just, uh, just talk with them. Um, another thing that is important when you, when you run a club like we do is good organization. And I think Melissa was a witness of that. We are very well organized. We have volunteers, we have sponsors. And um, so put all that together. And, um, and, and, and if, and if you're doing this for the right, reason like the reason we're doing this is to build a community of people who are interested in real estate investing this is not a uh, a money-making um, proposition for us this this 
it brings us a lot of context for sure. But I mean, uh, <laughs> if you saw our budget for one month, um, when you involve everything that's involved there, you would uh, <laughs> you'd realize that this is not a money-making deal for us, but we, we love to create a big community with lots of people. No, you guys were definitely a family and everybody felt comfortable going up to you. I did get that feel, definitely. And the organization, right down to the, the second, I think some of us moms need that right now with the homeschooling. <laughs> yep. So you do real estate here in Nova Scotia. What has drawn you to our beautiful province? Well, um, we started, I think we bought our first house there or we started to do rent on there in 2012. No, actually we visited twice in 2012, the fall of 2012. And then we did our first deal in January of 2013. And we've done six or seven since then. We still have um, two in place now, one in uh, Hammond's Plain and one in um, Jordan's Lake. So um, the houses are affordable. Uh, the people are really, really nice. There's good appreciation right now. Um, and, and, and now we know a really good um, property manager. We have some good realtors. We know we have a lawyer. We have a we have everything we, we need to, to build and do more business in, in Nova Scotia. Also, <clears throat> for uh, tax purposes, it's nice to be able to travel there a couple of times a year um, <clears throat> for business. So uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to keep doing business in Nova Scotia. Well, we definitely look forward to having you back and, and touring some of our wineries and see what you think of them. Um, do you have any advice you can give someone looking to get into the rent-to-own real estate investing? Yes. So number one, you need to understand the process. You need to understand what it is that you're doing and who you're dealing with and what the end result is supposed to be and how, how the different pieces of the puzzle um, you know, come together. So you need to understand the process. Number two, you need a Margaret. In other words, you need a, a person who's going to be able to work with, with your tenant buyers and fix their credit and, uh, and give them a budget and work with them and guide them so they don't make stupid mistakes like going to buy a brand new truck six months before they're supposed to buy their house. And now they have a big monthly payment and that totally messes up their, their ratios. And now they have to extend the house or the deal by another year, and that's going to cost them a whole lot of money. So you need somebody who can keep people from doing something like that. And number three, uh, you need proper contracts. Contracts, I mean, I, I had one person come to me one time and said, well, I am in a rent zone right now, but uh, it's not working out, so um, I, I want to see how you guys do it. So we met, she showed me her contracts, actually, three-quarter side on one piece of paper. I'm sorry, that's not a contract. We have two contracts. One is nine pages, one is eight pages. Everything has to be uh, predetermined. Everything has to be on paper. All the agreements, you have to have the proper contracts. You can't do a rent-own with all the different pieces involved on, on the back of a napkin at the restaurant. So those, those would be my three main, um, main, main pieces of advice for anybody looking at getting into rental. That's definitely some great advice. I have a question before Jenna asks her, her a couple of questions. How have you guys changed during this current COVID situation? Have you guys adapted well? Well, first of all, we, our offices are in our homes. So before COVID-19, we spent 90% of our time in the house and now we're spending 97% of the time in the house. So in that way, it's not a really, really big 
deal. But uh, one way that we that there's been some changes is, of course, we had a whole slew of uh, I think between March 15 and the end of June, we had nine different events um, booked at the hotel, the rooms, and everything that we were going to do. Well, of course, now all of that's been canceled, and all of that's been replaced with um, with um, you know Zoom uh, webinars and and things like that. We do a, a weekly webinar now where we bring different um, people. Last week, we actually had um, somebody from, from who you know from Nova Scotia to, to talk about mortgages and stuff. Um, but we, we, that's one of, one of the changes is we, 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 we try weekly now to work and, and do things that can help um, our 3,000 subscribers to, to, to cope with this and, and get out of the situation um, with all their feathers as, as best as possible. Um, I have another question as well. Um, can you tell us a little bit about um, how you try to negotiate a rent-to-own deal that's uh, a win-win for your your tenant buyers? Well, by that. De- by definition, you know, seriously, by definition, a rent to own has to be a win-win. It has to be a win for them. It has to be a win for us. Otherwise, we're, I mean, we're in business. It's not charity. And it has to be a win for our investors. So um, in, in terms of the uh, being a win for the, um, the tenant buyers, the one thing is we need to find them a really good house in good condition. We only buy houses in moving in move-in condition by the way um, it, we have to buy it to negotiate the best price possible because of course uh, we're going to take the purchase price and we're going to add a certain amount of appreciation per year to determine the selling price so obviously the lower the price we pay then the lower they'll buy it for at the end so we always um, sharpen the pencils and try to get the best the best deal possible so you you, you want to, to buy the house uh, at a good price to start with um we don't charge any management fees or anything like that so that's another plus for the, the ten buyers and um and, and and again sell them the house at the reasonable reasonable price at the end um on average uh, in where we are because we do most of our business in ontario we we add a five percent annual uh, appreciation to the price of um the purchase price, which uh, in places like Mississauga and St. Catharines and Niagara Falls and places like that is very, very reasonable. But we're, we're making money. They're getting a good deal and our investors are making money. Everybody wins. So we're happy with that and we're going to keep on doing them. Yeah, it sounds like it's really working well for you. And I get the impression that a lot of the tenant buyers are, are thanking you guys um, at the end of it. Yes, and actually a couple of them uh, since then, uh, one of them in particular came to us about three weeks ago. We, we, we closed their deal three years ago, and now their situation is, has improved so much that they said, hey, could we be one of the, the people who buy the houses for you, for your tenant buyers? So um, that's really <laughs> that was really cool to see that they went from not being able to buy a house to being able to buy a house, and now they're looking at buying a house or more for some of our tenant buyers. So uh, that, that's a really good positive story. I, I love that when that happened. Now, it doesn't happen often, but I love it. That's excellent. Yeah. That would feel amazing. Where can you're certainly a wealth of information. Where can our viewers find more out, more about you? 
Well, I guess the best and easiest is just to go to our, our website. Uh, actually, yes, our website, which is www.sasreg.com, which is S-A-S-R-E-I-G.com. It stands for Safe and Sound Real Estate Investment Group. That's the name of our company. So sasreg.com. Excellent. And we'd love to ask you our final question of the podcast interview. Where is your happy place? Well, my happy place is anywhere, uh, anywhere, seriously, anywhere I am, as long as Laurel is sitting or standing or next to me and I'm holding her hand. Uh, I don't care where it is. That would be my happy place. It's, it's on, we've only been married 17 years, so uh, it, it, we haven't lost any of the, uh, of the, uh, What's the word I'm looking for here? The heat. <laughs> so, so that's my happy place, being anywhere with Laurel. That's really, really adorable. And I'm sure she feels the same way and is happy to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. It was wonderful chatting with you. Absolutely. No problem. Anytime. It was definitely great catching up with you again. Hope to see you in the, in the fall, maybe. That's the plan. That, that's the plan because, uh, you know, we still have some business there. And as soon as things get better and we can travel, we definitely want to go spend a week in, in the HRM uh, in the fall sometime. So we'll, you'll, you'll be the first people to know when, when, when that starts to materialize. Perfect. Thank you so much, Daniel. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to your Happy Place podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review so that we can get our podcast out to more listeners. If you would like to contact us, please send an email to podcast at happyplacepm.com.